This is Jimmy and Annette, and we are Sans Mr. Chevy. I know. That means he's not with us. No. Why? Where is Mr. Chevy? I don't well, know if we can. I don't think I can do the show. I'm, I need to talk to my director. <laughs> it is kind of odd because he's not in my lab. I need to talk to my manager. You know, we talked about last week, I think it was last week, how sick he got the last time mm, we right. boarded him at the vet. Right. And... A friend of ours, Jennifer Marshall, who was listening to our show. Thank you, Jennifer. I'm just saying it up front right yes. now. Yes, and she she texted me and said, let me take care of Chevy. And so I was like, are you sure? I mean, you know, this is a lot of work. It's a week. He's not a lot of work, but he is because he's, he's like a child. He's like a toddler. He's like yeah, having he, a toddler. Yeah, he is. But he's he's really pretty low maintenance. He but, is. He's, he's smart, uber smart. she didn't know him. She's never spent time with him. But we felt comfortable enough to say you know what this is this is probably a good thing that way we can come back and he won't be sick and so we took him over to her house today and he just he he became super comfortable immediately she sent us a picture of him standing up standing up doing his gopher move he does his signature gopher up like a gopher sits on his haunches is that what you call it? Yeah, his song is hilarious. He sits on his rear, you should put like that a human. He looks like a gopher. You can maybe you could put it in our newsletter next week. That picture, I can. It is so hilarious. And she's she's <laughs> like, well, boy. he's comfy here, and I'm like, oh yeah, he yeah, is. he's he very. If he's already doing the popping a wheelie thing, then popping a wheelie. Oh then, yeah. yeah, yeah, he's totally comfortable. So we feel great. Thank you, Jennifer. You're yes, amazing for you. doing this. And we literally just got home from Austin. Oh, it's been a long, long day. day with like four four um, O's. Long with four O's. Yes, we had a memorial service at. We had to be at well, we had 9.15. Take, first, we had to take Mr. Chevy take Mr. to Chevy. Jennifer's and drop him off and get him acclimated. And here we are. And I'm in a suit. suit. You're in, you know, we're both decked Dressed out, up. ready to go to this funeral that, that I'm leading. That you're leading. So my mind's kind of there, you know, thinking that through. And then uh, and then she had a new puppy that she just got. And we didn't know that. And, so, and we're like, wait, Jennifer, Jennifer. <laughs> you're, you're taking care of a brand new dog. And now you want a brand new puppy in the mix. I, but it's it gonna, was the cutest. It thing was really I've ever cute. Seen. But she is in for it. That She's puppies are like a real baby. That yeah, like taking care of somebody else's dog is like having a baby. But to have your own oh, new baby. Wow. Oh, but it was so cute. She's got a lot of courage. It's a little girl, and absolutely cute. a stunner. I've never seen a Jack it, Russell like that. A little yeah, miniature, a tiny Jack Russell Terrier. So how big will it get? I don't know. But right now, it's like a teacup. It looks it like is a little like, rat. <laughs> now that's well, not, not in a bad word. I just think of small. Rat. Okay, rats can be cute. So so cute. Uh, and Chevy was cool. He was yeah. like, yeah, whatever. You know, there's another dog here. I don't care. Or so a mouse. we so we went to the memorial service. Yes, we did that. Did that. And that was a beautiful, beautiful it was time. Really nice. And always, I'm weird because because you're weird. I, I'm weird. <laughs> well, yeah, I you better, are better weird. Qualify that. You're you're weird. I'm weird in that I. It's not like I enjoy. I know, funerals, but I it's don't, where you shine. I, I don't dread them. No, because you're so good oh, with families and helping you. them through crisis. And this family, 
had already just buried their mom, and now they're burying their dad One a year, year ago to the day. To the day. And so you're so good, and it was great. I got to spend a lot of time talking to the family, which usually I don't. And they're don't. precious, wonderful family. And it was just, and now they're wanting to move to Fredericksburg because they don't live here. And uh, I, I was really, I, I hate that I get to know people at a funeral instead of, you know, yeah, in other areas that. of life because it, it's, you know, it's a sad time. But most I, family reunions are around funerals. That's true. They really. So the are. reason, one of the reasons why I'm tender towards funerals is because of that. It pulls people back together that mm-hmm. have forgot to call or haven't visited as much as they should. That's all of us. Well, they haven't seen them in so long. Yeah, that could be all of us, right? Mm-hmm. And so that a funeral is a ground leveler. Yes. It pulls them all back together. And then they're tender to Jesus. They're yes. tender to God and they're they're open. And that that's powerful to yes. me. And so anyway, it, it to me, it's always an honor. I consider it sacred ground that I get to walk on. And the beauty in this one is the precious man that passed, Alan Smith. I got to spend a good bit of time with him on the day just before he passed away. Mm-hmm. And so that was a huge blessing to me. One of the things I wish you would have brought up, though, and I meant to tell you this when we were driving to Austin, is Excuse you didn't me. bring up the widow dinner. Oh, Do you yeah, remember? We did it. Yes. Yeah, because I we had I so many. I wish I would have remembered. We that. had so many people pass. We did a widow widower dinner. When we've talked about this on our podcast, but he literally got up and he said, "I never speak in public, but I just want to share about this church and what y'all have done for me." Right, and it oh, was so beautiful. I and I thought, when you started to talk, I thought, "Oh, good, he's going to share about that," and you didn't. I was like. He forgot. You forgot about yeah, that. Yeah, I know. It's it's one of those things where when you're in these moments, it's hard to boy, there's so many thoughts going I on. I can't even imagine. I've mind. never done a funeral, so I wouldn't I wouldn't yeah. know, but it was a sweet time, a beautiful was. time. I'm honored to participate and be able to just share from my heart a little bit, just to encourage. But anyway, so that that was that was all morning. So we're we're already like kind of I was already tired. And it's like, okay, we're going to run over to Adam and Tina's. We're going to jump in the car. I mean, and I had a quick change. I had to change in their bathroom. I kept the lid down. Just oh, FYI. of course. You, wait, you got to play your keep the lid down. Oh, yeah. yeah oh, we yeah. Got that. Keep the lid down. Yes, keep the lid there down. There it is. Adam Curry special. So, <laughs> so, and it was down when I got there, which was good. Oh, that's so good. So, I didn't have to bust Adam like I did once before. But anyway, so... Um, I had to do a super quick change, and changing out of a suit is no small task. You know, there's like layers of clothes and a tie. Ugh. And so I did all that, threw on new clothes, and then, man, we just we jumped jetted in the out the door and, went, and then because drove. Because we were late for our own party. Not too late. We, we got there in pretty good time. 40 though. minutes. Yeah, it wasn't bad. And then we, we did a meetup. And so explain what a meetup is. Well, a meetup is when, you know, you're, for us, it was three different. It was... For No Agenda, all the pe- listeners that are in the area of Austin that listen to No Agenda, Living Up in a Down World, and Curry and the Keeper. And so they all come together at a restaurant, and we were at an outdoor restaurant that was indoor-outdoor, and you just they just want to talk to you, and they just want to get to know you and spend time with you. And and it was a lot of fun. It was. It, it was, really was. It was great just meeting people who love living up in a down world, but love no agenda, love um, Curry and the Keeper. Got to meet 
all different people from all different walks of life. Oh, it's beautiful. And uh, people that came over and said, you know, your podcast, I've listened to every one of them. I know, and that blew me it away. It means so much to me. It, and, uh, it means it's, something it's to us. It's building my faith. And, of course, oh. that's what I need to hear. It's building your faith. Yes, yes. Because if this is just us just yakking, I know, yakking. My dad used to use that word quite a bit. I, to me, it's it's got to be it's got to be more meaningful. And I so, agree. I that that meant a lot to me to hear that. And yeah, uh, Rhonda was so sweet. She, she walked yes. over to us and said, "I've listened to every one of your yes, episodes." She was I'm so like, sweet. Oh, uh, thank you, yes. Adam. Another Adam. Just we just met so many cool people, mm-hmm. so many wonderful people, and uh, like you said, from all walks of life, which makes it fun. That's. Mm-hmm. I thrive in an environment like that. I mean, just talking to people and engaging people. It yeah, just any brings tiredness you had from us because we were we're packing too because we're leaving yeah. early in the morning. Yes, and we're doing this morning. podcast. It's what eight thirty. And by the way, this is number forty-five of yes. living up in a down world. Yes. So yeah, we're chugging along. But yeah, you're right. I mean, so it's you late were, tonight. What is it? You're you got your energy back very quick when you get around people. You used to be the kind of person that got around people and it drained you. Now it Energize. I, I don't even know you anymore. Who am I? Who are you? Maybe I'm not who you think I am. Ooh, ooh. Maybe I'm After 31 maybe years? I'm a, speaking of 31 years, Monday. we have an anniversary. Yay. 31, 31 years, years of wow. I'm just so excited about oh, that. Oh, there you go. Woohoo. So we're going away to Pagosa Springs in the morning. So excited. Oh, just yeah. Just for a week of just nothing. No plans. Speaking someone of said, no agenda, we have no agenda. About, um, you know, we were talking about. Excuse oh, me, I'm going to move my mic okay. a little bit. It's a little. Someone asked me about packing, and, and I said, yep, I've got everything in cubes because we bought Those the, are awesome. And Thank they you, said, well, Tina. Are you, do you do it like what you're going to wear that day, what you're going to wear? And I said, no, because we have no agenda. We may not wear anything. I know this is not a, this is a, P, a, P, a G show. But you know what I mean? We're not, we don't, if we don't want to get dressed Oh, I see what you're saying. We don't have to. We can wear our pajamas. We can wear our sweats. I have no agenda. Do not want an agenda. Although we do have some, people gave us some, a gift card to some places to eat. very blessed. Some cash so that we could go do something if we wanted to go do something fun. Thank you, Todd and I don't even know what I want to do. Thank you, Todd and Debbie Wilman. You guys are a blessing. And Mark Crane. Yes. Pastor Mark Crane. A blessing. Who lived in Pagosa Springs for 40, 40 years. probably most of his I think he lived there 40 years, but he was a pastor there on staff at a church for 30 years. That's crazy. So he knows the town, knows the lay of the land. He sat down with us this week and told us what to and where wrote to eat. Everything out. Oh, this it's is beautiful. where you need to go. Beautiful. Got some food waiting for you. Totally, Already paid. Totally for. blessed us. Yeah. So we're looking forward to that. Very excited. So yeah. So I jumped off of the meetup, but yeah, what a blessing there for the meetup. So we got home and we're like fried. Now we're like okay. <laughs> We got to do a podcast. Do our show. The reason we're doing our show tonight is because we fly out and we didn't want to haul, take our equipment because we didn't even know if the Wi Fi is any good there. Yeah, we, so, because of where we're staying. Yeah, we're staying at in a cabin in the mountains outside of Pagosa and it's a campground. Like I'm a, praying for snow. 
Well, supposedly gonna, tomorrow night. It's supposed night, to, and I want to see snow. To be I can't a, go to Colorado and not inch, see snow. An inch accumulation tomorrow yes, evening. I'm hoping. Oh yeah, we're, I need that. It's gonna be a great time. I this is that. gonna be. We're gonna have a wonderful time. But that's why we're doing the show tonight. So this is Saturday night, and we're gonna go ahead and release it and get it out there, and then we're gonna just go and breathe and kind of have a. Like a little refresher, sabbatical mindset. This is mm-hmm. what I've been thinking about. This is a sabbatical yes. week, sabbatical mindset. Not that we need it or anything, but you know what? What? We, You're pointing. We came back <laughs> and we hit the ground running. And oh my I gosh, have never, I mean, because we've had all this energy, we're running so, I mean, I just can't believe what we're, what we're doing because we have a podcast we're doing every week, two services. January 7th, we're going to three services. Church is growing, so 8, it's exciting. 30, 10, 1130. Yeah, it's wild. Back to back. And we started our own YouTube channel. What are we? What We're crazy is what we are. I, you know. So at, that's at, why we needed the sabbatical to give us the energy to do. At our age, most people are starting to think about landing the plane, yes. you know, shooting your approach you know on what? retirement. Not us. We're and like I'm sitting there thinking, what's the best way <sighs> Sorry, I got something in my throat. to get the gospel out? And it's through there podcasts. It it's through YouTube. YouTube. Yeah, use all platforms. It's through our church. Yeah. We're going to be transparent like we always are. Um, but we're going to share our good stories, our bad stories, the good, bad, the ugly, as you say it. <laughs> Real, and, raw, uh, and relevant. But one of the reasons why we wanted to do the show today is with Thanksgiving coming up on Thursday. I can't believe it's already going to be know, here. And then here. Christmas is going to be here before you know it. I really felt like we needed to talk about gratitude, which not the song, which I love the song. I do love though. the song. Brandon, Brandon Lake's Lake, song, great song is so amazing. Great song. But I feel so compelled to to bring up the fact that we need to live a life of gratitude daily. And as I was sharing earlier with you, most of the time, I mean, we don't really grasp gratitude without the challenges in life. If you if you have challenges in life and then things begin to go well, you can you can walk in gratitude because you know where you've been. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I was going to ask you. So, because we were, you were mentioning this earlier, and I was like, "Oh, it's so true." What about people who seem to kind of have it easy? They don't. They those type of people that have it so easy don't understand. It's not like I know anyone like that I know. because man, everybody well, I know has then, been I mean, through a lot. It's rare. But there are people there are. that don't need God. They're just going through life. Yeah, Maybe they've got a lot of money in the bank. Yeah. Things are going pretty well. Business not, is going good. But you tend to not have the gratitude unless you really have the challenges. And, you know, I've had a lot of challenges. You've had a lot of challenges in, our, in this lifetime. And I, I with the last, I, probably the last 10 years of our life, have produced more gratitude in our life than we've ever had. And I live a life of gratitude. I wake up thanking yeah. God. I go to sleep thanking God. Not that things are always going well. No, But no. you know what? I you thank can be him. thankful when they're not going you well, can, too. Because you can be thankful that they will go well because he's in the details. He's in those challenges. And he's going to get you through it because those are his promises. 
And it may not be the way we want it or the way we perceive it to look like, but he's still going to get us through, and he always has. I, none of the things we've gone through did I ever expect it to go come out the way it has. I always had in my mind it would be you know a whole different story. But God writes his own story. Yeah, he does. And we just have to be ready to be on board with his story, not try to get God on board with our story. There you, go. you just nailed that. You know, our dreams at the end of the day don't matter. It's, it's not that God's trying to fulfill our dreams. We're trying to fulfill God's dreams. Yes. What are God's dreams? And he gives us dreams. He does, exactly. His dreams, that's what I mean. Exactly. They're not ours, but they're His. Yes. And there's such a difference there because one of them is me-centered mm-hmm. and the other is God-centered. And gratitude puts God in the center. Right. That's what it does. It, it repositions Him. Uh, can you imagine being thankful but not having anyone to say thanks to? Right. I mean, it's like... What does an atheist do? Who do they thank? Oh, oh man, this is so good. Oh, I don't have anybody to thank. You know, and the Christian's going, thank you, Jesus. They just, thank you, God. Thank you, Holy Spirit. They just think they thank themselves. Yeah, or thank I'm not putting the down. The universe. And, and by the way, I'm not putting anybody down because, man, you don't know what you don't know. And there's right. a lot of people who just don't know. So I don't, I don't want to come off caustic Pies. or rude or anything like that. But, but it, it does make you wonder, I mean, I have somebody to say thanks to mm-hmm. every day, even when it's not going good, even when things are not working out. Listen to the scripture. I have a scripture. Oh, of course yeah, you believe do. it or not. Pastor, yeah, as you're talking Pastor stuff. Pastor Pruitt. <laughs> it's not like I'm a walking concordance. I look it up. So Philippians 4, 6, do not be anxious about anything. Now listen to this. But in every Everything. situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God. By prayer, every situation, all every. things in everything. And that means even when things aren't going great. In mm-hmm. fact, it takes a lot of courage to say, God, I don't get it. I don't know why I am where I am or why I'm in this storm, but I'm going to praise you in the storm. Mm-hmm. I'm going to praise you in this thing. I'm, I'm going to say thank you anyway because I know you. And I know your heart for me. And I know you're going to turn it for good because that's your character and yes. your nature. And so yes. I love that. Don't be anxious about anything, but in every situation, with thanksgiving, present your request to God. We have history in God. And when you have history in God, then you know what the outcome's going to be. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Like I said, there are things that have happened in our life that I, I, I wouldn't wish upon anybody. I wouldn't wish upon anybody. But then when we get through them, we're like, how did I get through that? Yeah. yeah. And how am I better? And what did we learn from it? And then you go, hmm, if I didn't go through that, I wouldn't be the person I am today. Yeah, it's true. So, again, we've talked about this in the past. I don't have regrets. Right. Because every challenge takes us to a new place, a new level, a new growth period in our life. And, uh, we need it. We need growth. We, we do. Growth. I remember, you know, we talked about um, us being, you know, without work, mm-hmm. you know, that we got let go of a church in, in, in an unrighteous way. And it just, man, it was like, took the wind out of our sails, took our legs out. And we ended up in Nashville, Tennessee, living in a 10 by 10 bedroom. Mm-hmm. And it was one of those things where we had choices to make. We could just be so angry about everything. We could be bitter about it. Mm-hmm. Um, we could we could just 
think that you know we have the worst luck in the world. It's just terrible. It's just horrible. And we had those moments where we were we, we had those crying moments. moments. There, was. there were there were like what's wrong pitch with us? A fit moment. Yeah, did mm-hmm. you know? Is there something defective in us? Is there something innately defective? But in the middle of that, I just remember having moments of gratitude. Mm-hmm. You know, of saying, you know what. Thank you, Brian and Naomi Mandel, mm-hmm. for letting us live in your guest room. Exactly. All three of us in a 10 by 10 in room. In a 10 by 10 room. But With our two-year-old in the next room. Yeah, exactly. And yet we did, and we made the best of it. But the only reason we could make the best of it is because we were thankful. Mm-hmm. I remember getting up and going into the dining room, kind of the unused dining table, in the mornings, and the sun was streaming in through the window. And I remember the sun hitting this this wood table and had my journal out and I was seeking God and I was writing in my journal and I was just like, all I know to do is say, thank you, Lord, that we had a place to sleep last night. There are people who don't, especially in our situation. Not that we were homeless, like out on the street or destitute, but we did have no place to call our own. We right. were, we were because we didn't know where we were going to land yeah. and we didn't have the income coming <clears throat> in and we, we, I mean, literally, I honestly, I thought we would get something really quick. Even, even one Everybody, of the pastors all of that our was friends involved, we would get something. In all this, said y'all are going to land on your feet yeah, real quick, yeah. and it took a year. It didn't happen. Eleven months. And if you'll remember, I mean, it got to the point where I finally said, "I've got to, I've got to do something." Mm-hmm. So I applied for Frito Lay. I remember fifteen dollars an hour. Fifteen dollars an hour, baby, and I was going to be. Loading chips, separate, sorting and loading chips into the back of semi-trailers. But it was a job. And it and was, my mentality was, was, you know what, I'll be thankful to have exactly. it. Exactly. So I went and I had to drive into downtown Nashville in the industrial area, which is looks like a gulag or something. I mean, it looks like it's just dark and dank and all old tin metal buildings. And I went down there. And I went through the training. I, I I was with this group of people, and and the supervisor kept saying, "Now, why are you doing this?" And when I explained what happened, he said, "You're not going to be here long." He said, "You're a good guy." I I just and he was a guitar player too, so we, oh, we hit it off of immediately. And he was guitar like, player. "He was like, you're going to be okay." He goes, "I'm not going to. I'm going to hire you because you need you need job. You need a job. I want to help you." And he said, "But." Hey, man, I know, I know when it comes time, don't feel bad about it. I know this. He was so gracious to me. I just felt favor in that. So I went through all the training. I was on the computer, you know, the HR training and risk management mm-hmm. and all that stuff. And, you know, if you cut your finger off, this is what you do. You know, just all that kind of stuff. And, of course, did the whole tour of the building. This is what you are going to be doing. And, uh, and then he called and said, hey, got the job, and so I want you to come in. And so I was scheduled to go in. Mm-hmm. I remember. In the meantime, I was interviewing with Ramsey Solutions, Dave Ramsey's organization. And that was a job I was praying for because the churches, just nothing was opening up in the church world. But this was something where I felt like I could still be a part of a faith-based organization, a ministry, and yet make a difference, you mm-hmm. know, in people's lives and so I interviewed. Do you remember how many interviews I had? Didn't you have six in one day? No, I had seven interviews, three in one day. Okay. And I back to back to back to back. No, okay. it was three in one day. Okay. The last interview, they interviewed you. 
Well, I remember that. It one. was they took us out to eat, and we thought this is gonna be nice and friendly. And man, it was like the the wives in. The, the wives, wives were the interviewing us. Interviewed you. Yes. That was like, that was, whoa, and I've I never kept seen going, this before. I, remember, I think I got in the car and said, wait, do they work there? <laughs> Why were they interviewing me? But they they wanted to make sure the whole family, I mean, when they hire yeah. you, they hire everybody. They I mean, do. I, I mean, wouldn't be in hired. It's kind of an all-in thing. It's a family. It really is. And it's, they, have a, they have a very defined culture yes. at Dave Ramsey's place. So... But if you remember, though, through the other interviews that I would go through, and then I would call you when I walked out the go, door, there's I'd go, no there's way, no way on God's green me. earth that they're going to hire me. Really, time. I should have applied for that job. <laughs> really? I was more suited for. I was more suited for the no, I type that. of job, but right. you were more suited for what the it the job ended up being, which yes, was more of yeah. a chaplain. It really was, yes. and and I fit the culture. Yes, yeah. you did. So so anyway, so. The job I was going to go to Frito Lay, and and I, I was trying to be excited about it, but in my heart I was like, I can't believe I'm doing this. Now I wasn't embarrassed about the job; I was glad, but it's just not me. This is not, no. You've been a preacher for years and years I'd, and years. I'd pastored churches and planted churches and done ministry all over the world, and I'm going to go to work at Frito Lay at some weird schedule too. So God like, honored that. He honored your desire to work and your and your courage to go wherever it takes you and not just set not go to you know you it has to be this or yeah else. i wasn't prideful at all it was just like okay and it wasn't like I need we didn't job. take any unemployment or i have anything no idea like what that. idea what this is going to do but mm-hmm. i need to work right. and so what was interesting is when i when i said yes and i got the job and he offered the job i talking about free delay and i said yeah thank you so much i'll see you tomorrow night neat guy so i was scheduled to come in the next day Six o'clock rolls around the night before, mm-hmm. and the phone rings. My phone rings, and it's one of its Ramsey Solutions saying, offering you the job, saying we are proud to offer you the job, and this You're is like, what you'll be doing. What? And I mean, I was blown away. You were because you said there's no way they're going to hire. I you. was shocked, absolutely. So you got to call Frito Lay and say, "I'm so." I sorry. called him the next morning because I didn't go until like eleven or twelve, and I called him the next morning and say, "You're not going to believe this." And they but said, "Yeah, we do." He said, "Yeah." He said, "No, this is totally cool. I'm happy for you. Good luck with all that." I mean, it was just a cool thing, but just it was a kind of a ram in the thicket thing, you know. Yeah, I thought so I was going to exactly have to just do this say. thing, and it was like, nope, God. God's got something else. Well, like my faith was. So I was tested jealous in that. because you you ended up working there a couple of years, mm-hmm. and you had the most fun. It was a fun job. job. Every day you well, would come home with gratitude and Thanksgiving. Gratitude. Didn't make any money, hardly. No, no, it was, I wasn't making money. But, <laughs> but you I, had. But it was help. fun, it was and healing. I think God it was a healing place. It was, and I think God was just saying, you know, Annette's going to take care of us, <laughs> which I had to. And you need to rest, and you need to enjoy, and you need to just relax and let me just let you soak in Mm -hmm. this culture. Yeah, that job was, that that culture and the job was therapeutic for me, because I did get to do a lot of ministry. I mean, a lot of ministry. Yes, Just in the relationships I built there, and then the floor supervisor called me to his office not long before I resigned, two years later, to go back into the ministry and in churches. He called me and he said, you know, his name is Brent. He said, you know, Jimmy, um, the reality of it is, is you're a pastor. I, I thought, oh, he's about to fire me. He goes, 
So what I'm going to do, I'm just going to make it official. You're the, you're now the, the church department chaplain. There you go. We've never had one of those, but I'm just going to do it because it's already happening. He said, we're going to put a chair by your, by your cubicle. You know, we had cubicles, 50 plus employees on that floor. He said, we're just going to put an extra chair there because people keep dragging Irwin's chair over somebody else. <laughs> we're going to put a chair and leave it there because people are coming to and counsel like, with you. Well, how am I going to get paid? No, I didn't I'm say that. that. That's what you said. I, I didn't. did. I was honored <laughs> because what God was doing was reaffirming my call to ministry. And, and building I was relationships to do that are lasting Fantastic forever. relationships. I'm Your still- boss ended up becoming on he became a board member for us. Before that, he became my best friend. Exactly. And it was now he so is one of my board members and a best, best friend. Best friend, yes. So he's still kind of my boss. He was my boss there. <laughs> well, kind of. I mean, that's not the relationship it's we have. But beautiful. It is God beautiful. Did. But here's what happened. Coming out of that, you remember when, when I got the job, and what, what immediately what flushed up in us? Gratitude. Mm-hmm. Thank you, God. I was thankful for the Frito-Lay job. I was. I was right. going to do it. I was too. I was willing to do it. But this was a whole nother thing because it was actually a place where I had had a kind of a foresight that I might work there someday. Because we decided to visit there one time. Like when a we year, were a year or two before yeah, that. Yeah, we were visiting Nashville. Probably a year and a half. And we know. said, let's go check out Dave Ramsey's Yeah, we've place. heard about Dave Ramsey. Let's they go have, check it out. Remember they had the granny, I don't remember what. Martha's Place. Martha's Place. And they would make cookies and cappuccinos cappuccinos it was all free and give yeah. it to the visitors who would come in i said we ought to and go the over there and the employees <laughs> yes but i wasn't an employee but when we walked in i remember looking around seeing all these hipster nashville kids working up there and you saw yourself and I working literally there said i could work at a place like there was something you have to I be f- careful what you say I because god says hmm, okay <laughs> So it was Let like me a, rearrange his life and produce Was it about this. a year and a half later that I, I was there? I think it was. And, there, and I remember sitting in one of those rooms mm-hmm. because there were these big glass conference rooms, sitting there with Irwin and Brian a- after and you all went these guys. on with the During job. lunch, we'd do these Bible studies at lunch. And I remember looking around going, this is exactly what I was seeing a it's year like and God a half gave ag- you a vision. He gave me a total vision of it. So same way with Fredericksburg, Texas. So... I had a vision to come into Fredericksburg. You did. Nearly 20, 20 plus years, years ago. before we oh, got no, here. 30 plus years. Oh, yeah, because it was before yeah, we and were. because I'm older than I think sometimes. Yes. So anyway, all this comes back to gratitude, though. Yes. Because I remember walking in from my first day of work, you know, I was going to shadow Erwin Gunnels and he'd been there a while. And so I just walked in, I was so full of gratitude. They could have told me, okay, for your first job, you're going to clean all the restrooms in the building. And you would have been which happy would have been, to do and it. And I would have done it in a heartbeat. Why? Gratitude. Yes. Because when you've been at the bottom, or at least you feel like you're at the bottom. Mm-hmm. It was you, your bottom. When you've, it was my mm-hmm. bottom. And when you've lost what you feel was everything you've worked hard for, and then it's gone, it evaporates. Then at that point, it's everything's up. And so you're grateful for everything. Every single thing. And it made everything sweeter. Sweeter. Every victory, every cordial, every connection, every nice thing somebody did for us. We were just grateful. Just grateful. And we look back a lot. Oh, we talk about it all the time. Not like Lot's wife who looked back and shouldn't have. Right. Not like that. But we look back with gratitude and say, God. Look what you've done. He's restored everything. Double 
what we could have ever, I mean, easily, easily what we lost and double for your trouble, double for your trouble. And we love living out here in the Fredericksburg area. Love it. Love our Don't want to move. Lord, never want to move again. Please leave us here. I do not see myself, Lord, working anywhere again other than here. Yes. Because we love, we love our people. I mean, even today doing the funeral and just seeing our people and I'm just, just so. I get giddy when I see I'm our, so thankful. see people that we're doing life with. I'm thankful. I am too. Yeah. And that's what Thanksgiving, now, that's what Thanksgiving is about, but really it's what a Christian life should be yeah. about. Good point. Thanksgiving it should be is about, a moment. Thanksgiving is a moment. It's a time for you to gather with family and friends and be thankful, but. Every day, your life should reflect yes. gratitude for what he's done, especially as Christians. If we don't have gratitude, how can we really, truly love God? Because everything comes from God. Every good and perfect gift comes from above. I think I have that verse. I know I saw that verse a minute ago. I don't remember the scripture reference. But I love that verse. Everything here is so good. Listen to this. First Tim, I got more Bible verses. Of course verses. you do. First Timothy 4, 4, and 5. For everything God created is good, and nothing is to be rejected if it is received with thanksgiving. There you go. Because it is consecrated by the word of God in yes. prayer. To receive it with thanksgiving. Mm. So I received the job at Frito-Lay with thanksgiving, having no idea what I was about to get into. Mm-hmm. But I was thankful and I was thankful to Brian and Naomi because they, they opened their home to us. Yes. And we, in 10 by 10 room with three of us in that room, we were still just thankful. And we cleaned their house. We took care of their house. I we think when we left, they laundry. were depressed because we took care of I them. I know. But we did everything we could to help them out because they were helping us. Value for value, right? Absolutely. That's exactly what we were doing. Absolutely. I got another verse. Colossians 4, 2. Devote yourselves to prayer, being watchful. And thankful. thankful. You I know, so that. so like we were talking, you were mentioning this a minute ago about Thanksgiving. It's a day. It's a day that we commemorate, you know. And, of course, there's historical references to, to the pilgrims and all that. But really, I'm in agreement with you. We should live a grateful life. Mm-hmm. Not just have a grateful day, but a grateful Good life. Life. You know, um, we, we traveled to Austin with Curry's today. We came back. All I can say to them is thank you for, and, and they're saying, thank you for going with us. We, it's always more fun we're when like, we do it together. We're like, thank you for inviting we're us. Like, thank you. And I'm thinking, wow, we just did like 15 thank yous in a row, you know, mm-hmm. because we're all living grateful lives and believers should be the most grateful people on the planet. Because of where we were before we were saved and where we are now. Or where we I, would be if we weren't saved. Oh my goodness. I can't even ma- imagine I can't where I would be. It. I can't imagine living a life apart from God. I can't, I can't even comprehend it. Doesn't register, does Mm-mm. it? No. Yeah. And I was the first one in my family to get saved. I was 10 years right. of age when I was introduced to Jesus and mm-hmm. began to walk with him. And I can't imagine, you know, I fell off for a little while, you know, like a lot of us do when we become uh, teenagers and so forth. But I look back and I'm like, Lord, thank you for drawing me back to yes, you. Yes. I can't even imagine my life. Because my dad was miserable. Miserable. I never saw my dad happy unless he won a golf game or 
won some money gambling or a he buys a new puppy dog and he's playing with it. That was always fun. But literally, he he didn't live a life like that. Yeah, there wasn't a quality of life. No. There wasn't a vibrance no or vibrance. a vitality. Jesus said this in John 10, 10. I say this all the time. All it's one of my the favorite time. verses. It is. He says, the thief comes only except to steal, kill, and destroy. And then Jesus flips the script. But I came that you might have life and have it more, more abundantly. Abundant. And that's why he came. Abundant life, it doesn't always mean like more money or bigger stuff. And it might sometimes for some, but not for everyone. But it's much, much further. It's way beyond finances. It's way beyond resources. There's a vibrance of life, a vitality that a believer who's living a grateful life and, and is received and their face is radiant because we look to him, the scripture says, those are the people I want to be around. Yes. I don't know about you, but when I get around people who are ungrateful, oh, it is like toxic to it me. It is. It's like being it just around. It pulls you down. It's poison. It is. It's poison. And and I just, it doesn't happen often, but occasionally you run into people who you've been around them a little bit and you notice one day they never say thank you for mm-hmm. anything. I'm, a, I'm an overthinker. I, I just... I want to appreciate people. I want to extend value. Mm-hmm. I want value for value. Man, if they're breathing, they've brought value to right, me. They right. mean something to me. And so I tend to just say, just thank people. I walk through the church, man, it wears me out because I'm saying, thank you for serving. Thank you uh, for what you're doing. Thank you for being on the host team. Thank you for being on the worship team. Thank you for being on production. I can't stop saying thank you. And I think it's because we have gone through some hard, hard seasons yes, in have. our life. We have. And it makes us all the more grateful. Mm-hmm. And so I always wonder about people who aren't grateful. Right. Is, is it they, have, they haven't gone through anything, or is it that they're just jaded? I think they're jaded. I think yeah. they're really jaded. Or I've met people who are very entitled. Ah. And they don't say thank you because they think they deserve what they're Ooh, getting. Gosh, and those are the people. I don't deserve anything. That's hard for me. I don't do well around people mm, like that. Not no, for an extended no. period of time. I mean, not more than ten minutes. Because <laughs> thankful people want to be around thankful mm-hmm. people. There's something that gratitude begets gratitude. Mm-hmm. Honor begets honor. Love begets love. You know, these, these are things that beget something else or beget something else. And so to me, gratitude, when you're a grateful person, other people who are grateful are attracted to that. Right. The friends that I have in my life that I consider close, and there's not a lot. I mean, I love everybody, but in terms of those inner circle friends, mm-hmm. there's not that many. But the ones that are, are grateful people. Right. I don't think I could have anybody in my inner circle that wasn't. No, you could It couldn't. just doesn't work. No, I, I think the amount of life we've lived and the things that we've gone through, we have to be around grateful yeah. people. We have to be around people who are living up in a down yeah, world. Absolutely. And if they're living down, then I feel like it's our job to help them know yeah. how to live yeah. up. Amen. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like, um, do you remember, did you ever watch the Wide World of Sports when we were growing oh, up Oh, yes, of course. What's there, his name? I, I oh. can't remember the dude, but, but oh. I always remember the- Cosell. Howard Cosell. Howard Cosell. Yeah, yeah. How do I remember that? And I'm not even into sports. That's okay. so crazy. Back to my story. Okay, sorry. Okay. <laughs> sorry. I get excited that I, I can remember something at my age, you know. <laughs> Hello. 
<laughs> so, so the roll in for that, you know, the bumper commercial, you know, it's, it's that guy coming off a ski slope. Do you remember that? Yes. He's going to do a ski jump and he crashes, crashes. and burns and mm-hmm. it says the thrill of victory and the agony of defeat. That is our life. Mm-hmm. We have, we have experienced the thrill of victory, but we have also experienced the agony of defeat. Well, it reminds, that's what produces gratitude. It reminds me of the movie Father of the Bride. And the, <laughs> and the mother or the grandmother the said, oh, yeah. life is a roller coaster. Mm. See, I don't remember movie lines very much, but I'll never forget that. It's a beautiful moment. Because it, it is a roller coaster. It's up and down. And she said, what did she say? She like, says, I like, I like roller, roller coasters. coasters. I, I love like, that. I love that. Yeah. That's oh, that captures the heart of it, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. It really does. I am looking forward to getting away with you. Oh, I'm so excited! Thank you for for allowing us to take some time away again. I know it seems like we're gone a lot right now, but we're really gearing up to work so hard with we three are. services. We really are with everything that we're doing. Um, and our it's, offices are closed. Our anyway, offices are so closed. It, we close and we give all of our staff the week off. Mm-hmm. They just have to make sure that the stuff gets done yeah, yeah. to be prepared for following week. But we always do this mm-hmm. because, and we give time off at Christmas because yeah. we we want to be we, generous to our yes, staff. and we, we, we want team. we're grateful yes, for our staff, absolutely. and we want to give them time off other than the time off they yes. want to take off. Yes, we're very generous people because we're grateful people and we're grateful for them in order to be a blessing. Exactly. So So thank you for saying yes. And that we're going to be able to go get away by ourselves. I'm so happy. The the only weird part about it is that we're flying out on Sunday morning. I know that is bizarro to me. So this week I didn't prepare a sermon. I did get to prepare a little bit just to talk about at the funeral service, but that's total. that's different. So it was really weird not doing my typical routine. And we routine. Had, had someone scheduled, and they got sick just today. today. So Pastor Russ, Our worship said, leader is awesome. Um, guess who's preaching? Well, I you. Didn't, I didn't say it like How that. How did you say it? I said, so I said, uh, we're going to need somebody to pinch hit. Somebody's going to have to step up. And he, he looked at me. He said, I'll do what needs to be done. And, and you he said, said, okay, that. then it's you. I said, you're the man. He's never preached at our church. Not at our church. He's done some things where he speaks here and there, and he's always does a great. He's but he's comfortable. never preached a sermon. He's comfortable with a mic. He will do fantastic. I'm nervous for him because I know. I'm excited for him. Well, I am too, but I I know how nerve wracking it is because <laughs> there was a time. Do you remember when we were living in Abilene? And we had Wednesday night services. Oh yeah, I do. I do. And. Yeah. We were about to leave. We had about 30 minutes before we were about to walk out the door to to drive to the church. We had about a 20-minute drive. And you said, "Oh yeah, I'm sick. I got sick. I I got nailed. And I was like, what? And you said, here, you have to preach my message. I wasn't playing. I got so sick. Yes. And I was like, wait a minute. No, no, no. I'm not preaching. The serious... The series you were always fasting, which was the thing that I, I have the hardest time with. And I said, I cannot preach this. This is not my heart. And you said, you have to. You have to go preach this. And I remember reading over the notes. And I remember driving, going, I cannot believe I'm going to do this. And I remember praying and saying, Lord, 
I can't do this. And I, I don't want to pre, I don't want to preach what you have written, which you only had scriptures and a few bullet points. I said, Lord, you got to make it, make it mine. I can't mm-hmm. do this. And I remember, I'll never, ever forget getting up to teach. And, and I don't even remember what I said. I just remember people came up to me. I, it was elders even said, that was one of the best messages I've ever heard. I can't believe that you could preach. And I said, well, it wasn't me. It was all God <laughs> because I was put on the spot at the last minute. And by my husband. By my husband. <laughs> and so I, I think that's what's going to happen to Pastor Russ. I think Russ, Russ is going to hit He's it out just of the gonna, park. Yeah. I have no Because concerns. when it's in your own strength, it's not that great. But Sometimes when God you get stretched. Anoint but he's you. such a brilliant guy, and he is, he is. deep, deep yes. in his walk with Jesus. So I have no worries. Yeah, I'm excited to so, hear it. Uh, it'll be fun. Yeah, we'll, we we'll, won't be able to we'll hear it until it's over in real time, but we'll get to hear it later. Yeah. So we fly to fly to Pagosa tomorrow, and uh, do we fly to Durango? Durango. So we land in Durango. We drive it's a little over an hour, I think, and it's supposed to be snowing and icy, rainy. Not icy, but rainy. No, yeah, not, so no ice. Looking forward rain. to that. And we're packing light because there's washing machines in I'm the cabin. So, so about that. we get to kind of pack light, not feel like we're dragging around, you know, like we're moving. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'm just excited about getting this week with you. Uh, that means so much to me. And I don't, the church needs to know how much we adore each other and how much we oh. love spending every moment of our life together because I, that's the strength we have as a couple no doubt yeah and pastors of the church is we mm-hmm. we enjoy spending time together yeah. that's why we love working we together. do everything that we work together we diet together i mean we're doing the, the carnivore mm-hmm. lifestyle together. journey mm-hmm. together by the way speaking of that just one quick note um I told Adam Lacey of Carnivore Today, he has a YouTube channel, mm-hmm. and I did an interview with him. I think we might have mentioned it last week. Yeah. I think went over 10,000 views. views. So, I mean, it blew up his channel. And God just was all over that interview. And so you should check it out. If you hadn't listened to it or watched it, you can go. It's Just look up Carnivore Today. That's his channel. And you'll see me and Annette on the cover. And it says a carnivore in faith. That's what it's about. And we just spent an hour, he and I, on video talking, doing a little split screen thing. You and, were excellent. Oh, well, thank you. And I love, I think the reason why he's getting so many views is because faith, we're mixing carnivore with faith and that people are hungry for God. Yes. And, and, not, not just hungry for me, they're hungry for God. Amen. And that's the whole reason why. You wanted to do that show with him. It, it is. And that's the only reason why I decided it's, it's time to start a YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. So we did that as well. I've only got one introductory video on there. I'm Very short. It's short. It's just 10 minutes long, but it's called Meet, Pray, Love. Love. Check it out. And it's just a short introductory to, to our style, to our lifestyle. But what we're doing, we're doing mind, body, and spirits, total yes. life wellness. So, so we're going to talk about our carnivore um, way of eating but we're also going to bring faith into yeah, that. Yeah, it's a biblical worldview. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, it's been, it's been a wild week with all that because that's just sort of created a new, a new avenue for us to share and, life and share and hope. And we have 
how many new subscribers that listened to you on that interview and now they're listening to yeah, this show. I think show. I put in 25 new subscribers yes, to Living Up in a Down World just because of that. So, so now they're listening to us here, which so is exciting. great. So it's exciting. So we're ordering gear and equipment and we are building out a studio in At our the church, church in my office. Yes. We're turning that into a studio where we're going to be able to really have a nice setup and a good, a nice presentation. And the sound will be better than what you're hearing right now. And then when we're... We're, we're going to do video, so the lighting will be better. It's just going to yeah. be better all the way around. I'll no longer have to put a big blanket over my glass doors here just to because of the sound. sound reflection. I can't wait. This studio will be ready in probably 30 days. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Easily. Yeah. Easily. At least by, when we make the turn. We may not the, leave the church. We just need to put a shower in there. <laughs> and we'll, we got a lot going. <laughs> and we're going to do a lot of church videos there also in the studio yes. with, uh, We've got with our plans. team. We have plans. We have visions. And so super excited about what God's up to. And uh, we're just thankful. Yes. So one little challenge. This isn't a challenge. It's just, I, I want to ask you to do something. When was the last time you took maybe a journal or just on your computer on a document and just listed out, made a gratitude list? Do I love that. I would encourage you, you know, this is Saturday night. We have a few days up until Thanksgiving, but I'm going to invite you to just in a, in a loving challenge. It's more of an invitation for every day from now, this is Saturday until Thursday, make a gratitude list. Just make a document or your journal. Just put Monday or you know tomorrow's Sunday. Just put Sunday. I am grateful for dot, dot, dot. And then just do bullet points. And nothing is too simple. In fact, sometimes the simple things are what, that's the spice of life, right? You know, it's funny that you're saying this because when I was a school teacher back in the 90s, mid 90s, every day, I had our kids, they were junior high kids, write a journal. And they every day they had to write the one thing they were thankful for from the day before. I love it. I, for the, the whole school year, we did that. Because I wanted them to start their day off with Thanksgiving. And it was powerful. I'll never forget it. It's powerful. But also, yeah. I, w- I would like our listeners to, if you've never had a Thanksgiving where you truly sat around the table with your family and friends mm-hmm. and talked about what you're thankful for. You just kind of, maybe you just are like a lot of people and we just can't wait to eat the turkey. And so we just right. say a real quick prayer and, you know, make this Thanksgiving yes. more meaningful Yes, as if this was the last day on your earth. So I'm going to do something. I'm challenging myself to do this. When right. we get to Bogosa, Every waiter or waitress that waits us on us, I'm going to say, Happy Thanksgiving. And by the way, what are you thankful for today? There you go. Just a simple... Boy, it can provides, get a conversation That going. provides lift for people. Yes. They get a chance to say, And they might, oh. they're probably going to look at you like, what? Yeah, like, what? You know, like, but well, it's, it's Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving week. So, so keep me accountable on that. I will. You know, let's do that together. Let's yes. tag team and just... Let's just light some candles. Let's just turn on some lights. I just, I want, I'm hoping for our listeners that this will be a Thanksgiving that they will always remember. Yeah. Maybe better than they've ever. Because I, I, I I feel, like I said, such gratitude and I just, I want to live that life Mm -hmm. daily, Mm -hmm. moment by moment, always thankful, even when things aren't going well. It's amazing. The lift Love that can it. happen to your spirit when you bring God into everything. Beautiful. Let me just. Yes. Oh, thank I'm, you. I'm applauding for you, Damonette. So let's thank let's thank some people. Yeah. Okay. So uh, 
I'm going to start with this. I'm just kind of, I've just jotted these things down. We had some beautiful things come in yes, this we week. Do. So uh, from a SATS perspective, uh, this is uh, poem 435. So I didn't put a name or anything. Mm-hmm. So that's all it is. It says, sent to my brother, sent the podcast from mm-hmm. last week, to my brother who is frustrated with his ministry with the homeless and disappointed with people he's recently worked with. I've been here before too, he says. And the message you shared in this episode really resonated with me. Thank you and God bless you. Aww. Well, thank you for saying thanks, Poem 435. Yes. We appreciate it. <laughs> Sorry, that was a net bumping. I know, I bumped my hand. <laughs> bumping the microphone. So he that was with 3,333 sats, which is part of Value for Value. And if you're on Podcast 2.0 platform like Fountain or Castomatic, you can actually boost a gram mm-hmm. and uh, that's what some of these are. Adam, the Podfather Curry, of wow, mm, seventy-seven thousand seven hundred and seventy-seven <laughs> sats. Wow, that's called a striper boost right there. <laughs> he wrote this another dynamite episode. Y'all were on fire. We were a little bit. I had so uh, much energy. Energized. I had to tell someone you might not want to listen to last week's. Oh, I love I've, the energy. I feel like I was on speed or something. We were really excited about <laughs> our topic. Speed. I wouldn't know what that's like. Well, I wouldn't either, I'm but I'm just like, wow. <laughs> we were I was wound. a little embarrassed. When, we got, oh, when I heard it, I'm like, oh my gosh. Honey, what's that's wrong with the me? joy. We're on. We're, well, we're more we're comfortable alive. too. We're a lot more comfortable. We're super comfortable here yes. now. So, um, and then another uh, 7,777 sats from the Balderdash boys. <laughs> What a good word. I love that Jesus never quits on me, even though there have been times I don't consider him. I was, quote, on fire early, too, and grew quickly, then grew weary, and then stopped attending church. And he had kept on me to keep pursuing him as he continues to pursue me. I am thankful for the patience and grace of God. Blessings to you both, Sir Wes. That's beautiful. Sir Wes, thank you for saying Mm -hmm. thanks. And we want to just say you're a blessing. And we've all been there. Oh, brother, brother, brother. Uh, Sir Wes, we have been there. Yes, Damonette and Pastor Jimmy have been there, (laughs) done that. We got the T-shirt to prove it. So, man, blessings to you. Thanks for being honest and opening with us. We uh we got uh, from David Wicker. Man, uh, I love David Wicker. Sir, what's it, sir? Isn't he a sir? Something? He is. Oh my gosh, you can't I remember. I, I met, right, we David. met so many people today. Oh my gosh, David, you're gonna have to. How run. many people did we meet? It's a, not sir. Ah, with that's Brian. It's oh my gosh, you're getting it mixed up. Yep. I can't remember. David anyway. Wicker, thank you for the PayPal donation. You are a blessing, my yes, friend. Yes, thank you. And thank you for the emails. Man, he sends these da- these encouragements from um, He's amazing. Charles Stanley. These little yes. clips, little 30-second clips, really powerful. So thank you, David. You're a blessing. And then also Nancy Johnson uh, also. Oh, today. Yeah, she blessed us, and she said, not sure what to say, so thank you. That's enough. Oh, thank you is the best thing you can thank say. Thank you. She says, I am an avid listener and believe in value for value. Oh. Well, we do too, Nancy. So thank you for extending value to us. Just those of you that are listening, listen, go to our website. It's livingupinadownworld.com and hit the subscribe button. Go ahead and subscribe and we'll put you on the list. We usually, we just send out one email 
email a week and all it is is a general reminder of what's coming up next and, and when the next podcast is so that you won't forget and you can just mark your calendar. Mm-hmm. So to check it out. We do little updates and I always try to throw pictures in there. So about our life and what we're up to. So anyway, hit the subscribe button and you can always do a review. In fact, I've got a review here. This is a review from, quote, a fan. So we have Anonymous. a fan. We have a fan. Oh my gosh. What is that like? You're like a celebrity or something. <laughs> right. No. <laughs> That's funny. I know. But we have a fan, and, and here's what they wrote. It says, the real deal. That's, isn't that sweet? Yeah. Already I'm happy. If you are wondering whether pastors Jimmy and Annette are for real, they are. Some folks have an on-air personality, but what you hear is what you would hear if you sat down with them for a big 16-ounce sirloin, medium rare, of How course. How do they know? It's got to be someone Somebody we know, carnivore, but they won't tell us. I think that's awesome. And it says, can you trust them? Yes, you can. It's all about Jesus. Oh. Thank you so much. Whoever did that, I, I, I wish know. they would let us know. because that know. It's going to be a secret, We almost cried when we I read know. that. When I read that, I was blown away. And they knew that I love sirloins. Mm-hmm. Uh, and 16 ounce a whole pound. Oh my gosh. Medium New York rare. strip ribeye. Make okay. Them, okay. Stop. Get hungry. Stop. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for doing that. And thank you for doing a review. Cause that goes right on our website and such a blessing. And then our dear friend from our church, George Kirchner. Oh. What a great brother. I, in Christ. You know what? The I whole time guy. I was doing this podcast, he was in my head. Really? Yes. George, did you hear that? I know. George. Miss Annette's thinking about you. He's an older gentleman. Wise gentleman, sharp, yes, and I'm just appreciate that he wants to listen to us. I know us, us kids, kids. Us, yeah, just, it's just yeah. He that makes me he's happy. A blessing. So he wrote yeah. this. He says, "Hi, Jimmy and Annette. Just finished listening to number 44 and pairing <laughs> with number 43, where you bared your inner selves. We do that, don't we? We, we do." do. Uh, show up and throw up. I know you don't no, want me saying I don't that, like but to it's say true. No. Bared your inner selves and shared your heartaches with us. I just wanted to let you know that from my perspective, you did a masterful job of showing us how important it is to know the why and the who we believe in. We cannot overcome what the world throws our way on our own, but through Christ who strengthens us, thank you. Preach it. George, you're on fire, brother. That's beautiful. And thank you for reminding us of last week's show where we talked about the why and getting your why clarified. That has come up all week Week long. long. I have a feeling this is going to become a central theme. Yes. Because you got to know your why in everything in life. Everything you're doing. Your why behind your what. Well, what is your what? Your what may be your faith. Your what may be your health. Your what may be your mental health mm-hmm. or relationships. You can go on down the list, your job and career. You need to know the why behind, the whys behind your what's. So, well, with that, hey. Let's go to bed. It's, it's bedtime for us old people. Oh, my gosh. It's no, that's the wrong. I never turned that clock it? back. It is actually 9, 11 p.m. Okay, it's it past, is past our bedtime. bedtime. We have to get up early. Early, what, 4.30, 4.45 yeah. to get ready to get out on the flight. So, yep. hey, guys, we love you guys. And we are thrilled that we get to do this life with you. And uh, I'm Jimmy, and you are Annette. And Mr. Chevy will be with us the next time. Only, we well, show. probably in the next couple of weeks, and then I we're not going to bring him to the him. church. We're oh, not going to bring that's right. We'll no. just have to post some pictures or something. Yes. All right. Love you guys. Hey, have a grateful week. Hey, do that gratitude journal and ask every waiter and waitress, hey, what are you thankful for? God bless you. We love you.